the Grand Thrive Podcast, episode 121, How to Embrace Change. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, Jess here. I wanted to start this week with a big thank you to you. Whether you're a new listener or a long-time listener, I really appreciate you being here and trusting me to help you out with your handmade business. If you are a long-time listener or you find particular episodes of the podcast particularly useful in your business journey and you would like to show your support for the podcast, there are four ways you can do that. And there's a new one, hence why there's four. So way number one, and this is a great one and a very easy one, is head on over to the Create and Thrive Facebook page and leave a review there. So you can review the podcast or you can review other elements of uh, Create and Thrive experience, (laughs) the Thrive Circle or courses or anything else. But that's a really, really wonderful way to share what you think about what I'm teaching with fellow makers. So just go to Facebook and type in create and thrive in the search bar if you're not already a follower of the page and you can leave a review there. I would really appreciate it. The second way is obviously to leave a review in iTunes for the actual podcast. That helps other people searching iTunes to find the podcast. Or, you know, if you listen on Stitcher or some other podcast listening service, leaving a review is super, super awesome of you. And it would be really, really lovely if you would take a few minutes to do that. I would really appreciate it. Way number three is, of course, to join the Thriver Circle. Membership will be opening in a couple of weeks time, September 27th. Thriver Circle members are really the people who make this podcast possible by Joining the Thriver Circle, you are making it possible for me to spend the time to do this, to make this podcast, to do the research, to interview people, to record it, to edit it, to get the show notes written, all of the things that take time. So a huge shout out and thank you to every single Thriver Circle member, past and present, for being part of the podcast. I couldn't do it without you. Of course, you get a whole bunch of stuff (laughs) by joining the Thriver Circle as well particularly the community and access to my year-long course for makers called Your Year to Thrive, one lesson a week for 52 weeks, where I basically teach you everything that I know about running a handmade, a successful handmade business in a nice sequential fashion that will help you get yours clear and up and running. And finally, if for some reason the Thriver Circle is not for you at this point in time, but you'd still like to financially support the podcast, I've just added a donation button on the podcast page, creatinthrive.com forward slash CT podcast. That's all one word. And you can chuck a couple of dollars my way to help me cover the costs of producing and hosting this free weekly podcast. And that would be pretty amazing of you. Now, let's get on with this week's episode, shall we? All about embracing change. Change is inevitable. That is the first thing to understand about life. Change in every part of life, change in your business, you know, you're never going to arrive. You're never going to reach a point where everything is done, where things are set in stone and they're never going to change. That's just uh, an impossibility. 
However, we are humans, we are creatures of habit. And in order to make sense of our world, we do exist as though things are stable. We do exist and we do look at the world with the the perception that things won't change. You know, that goes for everything. We've got a, you know, our house is going to be there. Our car is going to be there. Our partner is going to be there. All of those things, you know, we just assume every day when we wake up that uh, the world, our world is going to be the same as it was yesterday. And that's how we exist. You know, that's how we cope. If we lived in a constant mental state of uncertainty, we'd never get anything done because we'd constantly be freaked out and worried about change. And some of us, you know, do suffer from those sorts of worries. But change is, uh, it's inevitable and it can be a wonderful thing. And being aware that change happens also can help you when you're feeling frustrated and like nothing's moving forward. You might feel like, oh, you know, I'm not making any progress. You know, I'm not making enough sales. It's always going to be this way. So framing it that way, thinking, is a really helpful way of going, no, this is how it is right now, but that's not how it's always going to be. So we can often resist change or see change as a barrier or not realize that change will happen. So there's lots of different ways that we can kind of interact with change and how it can, our, our perception of it can hold us back or be a barrier. So the first thing I want to talk about when it comes to the mind, your mindset around change is accepting that change will happen. You know, really think about the way that the world works. Really think about the way that life works. Nothing, you know, nothing ever stays the same. Uh, I like that old proverb, you know, you never step in the same river twice because the water is always moving. The river is always new. And that's what life is like. Every moment is brand new past is gone it'll never be revisited the future is an unknown but this moment every single moment we live is brand new so when you really think about that i mean really let that sink in because we we live in this mental construct that there is this unbroken line from the moment we're born to the moment we die and that somehow it's set in stone or somehow uh you know it's connected, but actually it's not. Every moment is a fresh moment. And so every moment brings the opportunity for change. I mean, does that, does that make you feel fearful? Does it make you feel excited? Does it comfort you in some way, this idea that change is inevitable? Really understanding your, your uh, emotional connection to change and how it makes you feel, this awareness that change is constant. Uh, some people do find it Uh, frightening some people find it exciting so understanding how you feel about that idea is a really important first step because it might that might actually be holding you back the fear that things will change might be holding you back or perhaps the excitement that change can always happen and that you can you can affect change you might find that really exciting your business and I hope that's the perspective you can grow to come from is that when you realize that change is inevitable, you realize that you are also a force for change and you can choose to change things. They don't have to stay the way they are. You can always experiment and change and try new things. So uh, the next step is when change isn't going the way you want it to go, (laughs) which happens to all of us. Something happens, something in our life changes and it's, we don't think it's a, a positive thing. And this might be happening in your business as well. 
um, you know, let's look at this from a business perspective. Something I see people getting upset about all the time. For example, you sell on a venue like Etsy and they turn around tomorrow and drastically change something about Etsy. And you have no power. You have no control. You just have to accept it. A lot of people waste energy getting really upset and angry and fighting against it when it's not ever going to, they're not going to make a difference. If it's something that, you know, as a community, everybody feels like it's the wrong thing to do, then yeah, I'm all for fighting for change when it's realistic. But when it's those little things that come from an outside force and that when you really sit down and think about them, you have to realize, is this really going to impact me or am I just arcing up because it's something, because something has changed and therefore I'm being a little bit unsettled. And that happens to us all the time. You know, when we look back on certain changes that might have happened to us in our business and life at the time, they might have, you might have um, pushed back against it because it felt like it was a negative thing. But in with hindsight, perhaps either it was a positive thing or it didn't really matter in the long run. So really try to look at the silver lining in change and really think if something changes in your business, uh, something from the outside or even something in, from the inside, really examine how you feel about that and why you feel that way. And if it's necessary to spend the energy on feeling that way or pushing back against that change or whether it's better to just roll with it accept it and integrate it and move on and use that energy for something else because we only have limited energy and if we're constantly using that energy to fight against every little tiny change that comes at us from the outside world we will exhaust ourselves absolutely so you know try to switch your perspective if you can and look for the silver lining look for the positive um, look for a different perspective and how you can make this change either work for you or just let it absorb into the systems and the way you already do business. And it may help you look at, find the positives in that change that you may not have seen before. The third thing is to have support or a support system in space, in, in place. So this is a real, I think this is really, really important when change looms. So maybe it's from within, you feel like something needs to change in your business. You feel a, a pressure to move something in a different direction or let go of something or to try something new, but you're second guessing yourself. You're not sure you, you can't make the decision. It's always helpful to get out of your own head and actually talk it out with somebody. So whether that be someone in your family, your friends, your colleagues, uh, if you're in an online community or an offline community, try to find that person or persons that you can trust, who will give you honest feedback, who understand your situation and don't have a vested interest. So someone who has a vested interest in you making a certain decision or another uh, for their own good or their own comfort, try to find someone who will help you make the decision that's best for you. Uh, rather than that's best for them. <laughs> so sometimes the people who are closest to us are not necessarily the best people to talk to about this because they have they have a certain idea in their head about who you are, what you're capable of, and what you should and shouldn't be doing with your life. So try to find someone who's a little bit more removed from the situation and who can hopefully help you get a more objective view 
on the decision and the change that you want to make. And that can be incredibly helpful. Even like, even if they don't say anything, sometimes, you know, you've probably had this experience where you've just blurted out something to someone. You've just, you know, gotten it all out of your head and talked about it. And by the time you finished explaining it, you realize what the answer is. It's simply because you've, by verbalizing it, you've managed to get it out of your head and get a bit of clarity. And look, a way of doing that with, if you don't have someone is to, you know, do a journal, write it down, journaling, getting, you know, again, that's another way of getting the ideas out of your head and on paper so you can get a bit more of an objective view of them. If writing isn't your thing, record yourself talking. Nobody else ever has to listen to it. You know, record yourself talking to yourself and then you can listen back to it or you might not even need to. So there's other ways of doing this as well, but it's about getting those muddled up, you know, confused emotional logical, rational, irrational thoughts out of your head and into some semblance of order so that you can look at them a bit more objectively and help you make that decision that you need to make. So the next thing to do, and I think this is really important, especially as we get older, we do get in ruts and we do get in habits and we do um, develop habitual behaviors. We also develop habitual thought patterns. We, we kind of settle into this idea of who we are and who we're not, what we can do, what we can't do, what's okay, what's not okay. Uh, and I think it's really important to actually challenge that uh, and realize that these things are not set in stone. There, You are not necessarily a certain way or a certain type of person. I had to challenge this myself when I you know, started my business, my jewelry business, Ethereal, because jewelry was not something or creativity, making jewelry. Like it was so, so completely different to everything else I'd done in my life. Uh, and running a business, running a jewelry making business was something I never, ever thought I would be doing. And I struggled with this idea of myself you know, I'd, I'd had this one, I had this one uh, construct in my head of who I was. I was a scientist. I was a teacher. I was an educator. And then suddenly this other part of my life developed. And, you know, I thought, well, making jewelry for a living, is that as important? Is that meaningful compared to, you know, finding a cure for a virus or um, teaching a child? But, you know, it made me happy and it did something good. And I had to work out what the importance of it in the world, you know, not only to my world, but to the world in general, that I was bringing beauty and that I was, you know, creating something that would last, something qual- something that had quality. Uh, some, I was, especially once we moved into making wedding rings, it became so much easier to really value the work I was doing because we were making such meaningful pieces of jewellery that had real import to people. And and then I moved on, you know, working with you guys and teaching and, and really realising that I could make a difference in the world by helping you to realise your own dreams. And then that has been the most fulfilling thing. So who I am and the things that I do and the way that I frame my purpose and my existence has changed dramatically but it was a struggle and you might be finding a similar thing. You know, if you have, if you're transitioning from, you know, a high flying career or a long-term career in a completely different industry, 
or you um, have a family that you've been taking care of or, you know, whatever it might be, you might have in your head that you are a certain type of person, a certain type of, you have a certain type of value to give to the world and that might have to change. Your perception of yourself might have to change and develop in order for you to really embrace this new thing that you want to do. So, you know, by challenging ourselves on a regular basis to try new things and break out of our comfort zone, right, both in our business and in our personal lives, it can make this stuff a lot easier to deal with. If we get in, if we actually get into the habit of challenging ourselves, it can be much more freeing and you can kind of untangle all of those ropes that are holding you down and, and, and making you feel like you're a certain way and making you feel like certain things are important. You know, doesn't matter what it is. If it's something in your business, you know, try making um, something out of a completely different material. Try using colors you never used before. Make something that's like the opposite of what you would normally make in your everyday life. You know, take a class, try a new sport, um, <laughs> drive a different way to your job, whatever it might be. Just practice every day doing something a little bit differently and breaking those patterns and habitual things, you know, just to get the practice and it becomes easier. The more we do it and realize, oh, that's exciting or that's new, then that helps us to accept change and to actually enjoy change. And then that can hopefully filter through into your business as well. So the next thing is kind of the flip side. And this is where you're feeling stuck, like change isn't happening as fast as you would like it to. And I think you will find, you know, if you're growing a business, this will be very, a very familiar feeling. You'll be like, nothing is changing. (laughs) I'm doing all of this work and I feel like I'm completely stuck. My business is completely stuck and it's not making any progress forward. Then we get anxious and we think like it's always going to be like that way. And then a lot of people give up because they can't see a way forward. They can't see that things will ever get better or evolve or change. They will. They always will. Change takes time. You know, that sort of change, evolutionary change where you're growing something. And the perfect example is really obvious, is nature. You don't plant a seed today and expect it to be fully grown tomorrow. It's like a business. I think I think I've done a podcast where I've talked about this before, but it you have to treat a business like a tree. <laughs> you know, you have to plant it, you have to water it, you have to fertilize it. You can't plant it, forget about it for six months, come back to it and expect it to have made any progress. You can't plant it, grow it for six months and then neglect it and, you know, think it'll make any progress. You have to be consistent and patient in nurturing the growth of your business. And as I've always said, if you're not in it for the long haul, don't bother starting because it will take time and that's normal and it's okay. It's not going to happen in a week or even a month, maybe even six months. Understand that change takes time when it comes to growing a business and whatever the next step is, you know, understand that learning, especially in the developmental phase, which is the first few years, well, you look, you're always in the developmental phase, let's be honest, but it does get easier after the first few years when you've kind of worked everything out. 
to you know the basics <laughs> you've figured out your accounting and bookkeeping you've basically figured out an ongoing marketing plan you know how to take photos of your stuff you know how to run your online business you know what your order processes are you know how to communicate effectively with your customers you know how the postal system works you know all of that stuff is stuff you have to learn and it takes time to learn it and that's perfectly normal so give yourself the time be patient be understanding with yourself and let it happen naturally and let it grow in the way that it's going to grow you can't you you know you can't completely control it you can have some sort of control obviously but there is just a natural growth cycle and you have to roll with that and really accept it and that'll make things a lot more relaxed and um enjoyable and the next one we I kind of talked about this back at the beginning and it really is about living in the moment you know really i think you know we all have certain tendencies to ruminate about the past ruminate about things that we could have done differently or that we feel like we should have done differently or worry about the future you know where is this going to go what's going to happen with this what where's my business going to be in three months time it's not going to be where i want it to be all of those sorts of things and we can we can spend a lot of time and i'm definitely not immune to this at all Um, we can waste a lot of our time and energy focusing on the past or the future and neglecting the present and what we can actually achieve in this moment right now so really you know focus on what you can do today and i think you know today is a good it's a good measure of time look at your you know plan ahead plan your week out plan your month or your year in in different levels but always bring it back to focusing on what you can do today and doing what you can do and accepting that that's what you can do and being proud of what you've done. So, you know, if you feel like you're constantly procrastinating, if you feel like um, you're getting distracted a lot, then focus for a little while on how you're organizing your time. Go listen to one of the past time management podcasts where I give you some tips on how to do that. But my biggest recommendation is always to think in the unit of a week and a day. So you should you know, at the beginning of the week or the the end of the week, you should sit down and plan the week ahead, sort of get your key tasks written down, the things that you really need, need to achieve. Then comes the things you want to achieve. And then comes the, if I have some spare time, this would be nice <laughs> stuff. And always allow for space. So when I plan my week, I generally don't plan anything for Friday. Because I know inevitably stuff will come up during the week and I won't get everything done. So I need the t- I need Friday to catch up and do all the stuff that I didn't get done earlier in the week. And that's always what ends up happening. Um, like today, I had to I had to unexpectedly pop into the doctors for a, a mild virus to sort that out. And it took like an hour and a half out of my morning that I would normally be working. Boom, there's time lost that you just have to make up somewhere else. And these things happen, you know, that it's it's inevitable. <laughs> things will not go to plan all the time. In fact, they won't go to plan a lot of the time. And this goes, you know, this kind of increases exponentially if there are other people in your life that you're in charge of. If you've got, you know, parents you're caring for or uh, family members or children 
or you know friends whatever it might be if there's other people inevitably things will go a bit pear-shaped and that's normal and you have to just accept that that's your life and that's how it goes so accept things live in the moment don't overcommit to what you can actually do in your business and focus on what you can do today focus on what you can do in the next hour whatever it might be and then just enjoy your progress enjoy the little things that you've done go yep i've done that one thing it's happened awesome i didn't get these other three things done but you know what they'll keep till tomorrow and that's okay because i'm growing my business slowly and i am accepting that things will go the way they want to go and the final thing and we've talked about this already a little bit is have a bit of a clear out and get kind of consciously get rid of things that are holding you back you know i think something there's something really nice about doing like a spring clean type thing right if you're feeling mentally cluttered clean up your workspace throw out old stuff reorganize even if it's just moving stuff around when i was a teenager i was very messy i had a you know typical explosion bomb explosion teenage bedroom and it my parents were great they were like as long as it's in your room and we could shut the door you do what you want in there but there would come a point it would usually be a couple of months and it was usually also be late at night for some bizarre reason but i would just snap and i would clean the like everything and i would rearrange my furniture all of this at once it was like somehow i just needed this big change so i'd clean up everything organize everything rearrange my bedroom furniture and suddenly it was a new world (laughs) and maybe you need something like that like really at the end of the day nothing changed long term but it gave me this boost of energy and this clarity and and i you know that's a really lovely feeling so do that in your space you know just to just to again force some change and and make some energy happen because you're whipping things up a little bit you know rearrange your room empty out your inbox go through and unsubscribe from emails that you're not reading anymore uh if you've got like convos stacked up in etsy archive them if you've got you know a whole bunch of unread posts on facebook or whatever it might be get rid of them anything you can do to sort of clean up things and clarify and declutter will give you that cre- that boost of energy and it's really it's a really great feeling uh some of you might be familiar with that some of you might not be i mean i'm it's funny you know i, I i've become a much <laughs> more organized person a uh, much neater more organized person i think living in such a small space like i did for so many years which you have to be so it kind of forces me forced me to to get that way but i actually really enjoy it now and that that feeling of clarity from a decluttered space so actually force that little bit of change into your into your world whether it's your digital world or your physical world and hopefully that'll make a bit of space to um give you that energy boost and embrace a little bit of active change as well so you know i hope this just gave you a bit of food for thought about the idea of change the fact that change is inevitable change can be a an amazing thing and you know it can be a really stressful thing we all know that but trying to find that that way of looking at things so that you can look at the positive 
or, you know, take away the positive or just roll with it. You know, when those changes come from outside, don't waste too much energy on worrying about them. Just embrace them as much as you can and move on and do what you can do. So have a wonderful week weekend. And I totally encourage you this week to do one thing that's different. Challenge yourself to do something different and see how it feels. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt famously said, do one thing every day that scares you. I'm not going to make you do that. (laughs) Maybe you want to go jump out of a plane. I don't know. I'm never doing that. Nick says it's great. I like, no, (laughs) that's my hard limit there. (laughs) But, you know, maybe go for a, go for a walk, go visit, go to a new place. Try, you know, try a new workshop, try a class, walk a different way, whatever it might be. Try a new design. Reach out to someone who you are a little bit scared to contact, whatever it might be. Challenge yourself in some way and try to make a habit of embracing change so that you can then embrace it in your business moving forward and realize that it can be an incredibly positive force to really make things awesome. As always, thanks for listening and a huge thank you again to everybody who makes this podcast possible, whether that's by being a member of the Thriver Circle, sending in a donation of a couple of bucks, or by spreading the word by writing reviews on the Create and Thrive Facebook page, iTunes, or even just sharing the podcast in your own communities. Thank you so much and have a wonderful week. I'm Jess Van Den. This has been the Create and Thrive Podcast and goodbye for now.